Hey, it's the first day of the World Series between the Rays and the Dodgers, and let's talk about the five things that baseball and small business owners have in common. So baseball and entrepreneurship, they have a lot of things in common, and these are the five things that I can think off the top of my head that they do have in common. Number one, you're dealing a lot of failure in baseball. If you think about it, if you were playing in the big leagues for 15 years and you failed seven out of 10 times all at bat, meaning you struck out, you grounded out, you popped up, you made an out one way or the other, that means you failed 70% of the time, but on conversely, you won 30% of the time and your batting average is about three, is 300, right? If you're a 300 hitter lifetime and you played in the big leagues for 15 years, you're in the Hall of Fame. Does that make sense that you failed 70% of the time and you're in the Hall of Fame? But think about it. What kind of, you know, that this game is sadistic, right? But what did the great hitters do in their careers after they failed over and over and over again just to maybe grind out a hit one time every game? Maybe a hit and a half to two hits on average, right? So what did you do? You know, you made a, a, you struck out, you know, you were caught looking, you popped up to the second baseman for the third time in one game or whatever it is. What do the great hitters do? They go back to the bench and they think about it. And, you know, in our era today, until the Astros screwed it up because they're all cheaters. But <laughs> they, they, we used to go, not we, but Major League Baseball players would go, you know, behind a dugout, check out the recent video there at bat and make adjustments, right? Back when I played ball, you know, we would have to sit there and ponder about it, think about it, study the pitcher. What is he doing to get all of us out? What did he do to get me out last time? How am I going to make the adjustments, adjustments, right? So you got to think about that. Every failure is a learning experience. And that's the same way with running a small business, being a small business owner, an entrepreneur, right? Every failure, as long as it's a controlled failure, meaning it didn't cost you a ton of investment, a ton of money, a ton of resources, failure is not bad. You know, you learn from the next time. So the next time you're up to bait, you up to, you know, up to bat, or the next time you're in a situation as a small business owner, if you've been there before, you think about what you did and you think about how to move on. You know, how are you going to move on in that at bat? What can you expect from the pitcher next time, right? How are you going to get that base hit? How are you going to get that double? How are you going to get the run home? Same thing with the business owner. You're in a situation where you failed at before, you learn from it, and you succeed the next time. So being a small business owner is, honestly, in my opinion, it's managing failure. Being an entrepreneur, one of the, if I was to characterize being an entrepreneur, being a small business owner is managing failure. But the thing about, I like about that, if someone told me that, if another small business owner told me that, that they manage failure too, that tells me that they're trying, they're out there, they're testing things, that they're not settling in, that they're not comfortable, and they're ready to get after it every day. So it's a positive. Number one thing that baseball and entrepreneurship have in common, you manage failure. If you saw the movie Moneyball with Brad Pitt and it had Philip Seymour Hoffman and Jonah Hill, I believe, and it was a really phenomenal cast. The movie Moneyball brings about the second thing that small business owners in baseball have in common, and that's the need to adapt to today's current environment. 
Moneyball, in a quick synopsis about Moneyball, it's about the general manager of the Oakland A's, Billy Bean, who, speaking of managing failure, our first one, was the number one draft pick by the Mets and was complete, you know, honestly, not the, it was a disaster. But he knew what he could do and he knew how to evaluate talent. He knew he wanted to run a ball cup. And honestly, he's been probably one of the best general managers or presidents of baseball operations in the last 20, 30 years, in my opinion. The guy's phenomenal. And every year, he, Oakland is a contender. Let me step back. Every year, the Oakland A's, at the beginning of the year, are always picked to finish second, third, fourth, or even last in their division. But every year, they're content. And the reason why that everybody always picks them near the bottom is because their roster is just full of people who are considered have-nots or prospects or whatever. See, the Oakland doesn't have that big market budget that the Dodgers or the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Cubs have. So Billy Bean, uh, probably about 10, 12 years ago, he and the movie Moneyball is all about this, how he had to change his philosophy if he knew he was going to compete, being a small market club. How is he going to compete with uh, the California, the LA Angels, who have a, you know, a budget of 40, 50, 60 million dollars a year, and they have a fraction of that. How is he going to compete with the larger market cities? So they thought outside the box and, you know, they got into what's called safer metrics and they stopped looking at traditional things that traditional, you know, the baseball scouts looked at measurements of, you know, prospects and, you know, current players. And they looked at different stats and a long story short, they really rewrote how to evaluate a ball player and and they kind of created a formula on how to win with ball players to keep within their small market budget right the world series the two best teams you know in the american league and national league getting together were really constructed by one gentleman by the name of andrew friedman who was the architect of the tampa bay rays about eight to ten years ago he was the general manager of baseball of operations constructed that team in a way that they carried that structure going forth the rays as a roster have about the same amount of you know dollars allocated to their salaries as two players on the dodgers clayton kershaw and mookie betts they kershaw and betts kind of combined for about 26 million the whole roster for the rays combined for about 28 million so what happens, right? Andrew Friedman thought him outside the box. He adapted Billy Bean's philosophies. He constructed the Rays, you know, years ago. The daughters hired him about five, six years ago. He's their, you know, general manager now. And lo and behold, that new way, that the new way, today's current way of evaluating players, of shifting your whole infield to one side of the field to, you know, for your defense. Evaluating players on defense, how many runs they save in a year. All these metrics are combined into this huge formula, and they can guess how many runs they're going to score every game and how many wins. They can predict how many wins they're going to have in a regular 162-game season. They adapt to the times instead of thinking of the old way of 
baseball, right? So how are you as a small business owner adapting to the times today? One big area that I see still that small business owners don't adapt to is they still don't use social media, for example. That's one of the ways, right? They still, you know, lack in, I don't know, training their employees on proper customer service in our era today. So how are you as a small business owner keeping up with the current ways to market your business in a very efficient way? And if you use the baseball analogy, the Oakland A's analogy, they're on a small market budget, right? So you're competing with the big boys in your industry. Isn't social media the, the way that you compete without having to use so much of your budget towards that? It is, right? So number two reason that baseball and small business owners, what they have in common, you gotta adapt to the times. When I played baseball, I had a pretty good arm. I was a pitcher at shortstop, played center field. Strong arm, right? I had decent speed. You know, I could track down a fly ball, you know, pretty well. I could run, I could steal a base if I needed to steal a base. I had decent average. I had pretty good power, you know. Um, defensively, I was okay. So those are the five things that when prospects or baseball players evaluated, there's, if they have the best of all, each one of those, those are called a five-tool player. In you know today's time, Major League Baseball, you think of you know Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, uh, Ronnie Acuna, the Braves, right? Those are probably four of the best players all around. Even though Bellinger didn't have that great of a season this season, but when you think about five-two players, players that could do it all, that could throw, that could run, that could hit for average, hit for power, and field their position, you know, uh, defensively very, very well. There's very few really five-tool all-star type of players. But as a small business owner, you need to be a five-tool player and you really don't have a choice. You have you wear so many hats that you need to have so many types of skills as an entrepreneur. You need to know how to budget. You need to know how to market your business correctly. You need to put on the public relations hat when you fall on your face, right? You need to know if you have employees, how to manage your employees. You need to know how to be a leader. You need to know so many things as a small business owner. Even as my, for myself, as a solopreneur, I need I am I am so far ahead of where I was five years ago that I needed to really hone in on those other skills to be that five tool player. So that's number three that what baseball and entrepreneurs, solopreneurs or small business owners, what they have in common, you need if you want to reach the upper echelon of your field, you need to be a five tool player. Number four, you gotta put yourself in a position to win. What do I mean by that? Okay, so on a baseball analogy, you have a right-handed pitcher on uh, on the mound. He's a flamethrower. You have a right-handed batter up to bait, up to plate. And I'm going to make this a simple analogy. I was going to get into weeds about this, but I don't want to lose the people who aren't baseball nerds like myself, right? So basically, if you're a right-handed pitcher facing a right-handed batter, you know, especially you're breaking pitches, curveballs are going to break away from you, right? You got to put the right player in the right position to win, meaning you're going to replace that right-handed batter with a left-handed batter who probably have a higher probability to get that hit off that big, tall, mean, right-handed flamethrower throwing 101 miles per hour and a nasty slider, right? You're putting your, your best players in the best position to win. And even if you're mediocre players, you gotta know their strengths. You don't wanna you know, have them face the pitcher they have no chance to get. You don't want a second baseman playing right field and they've never played right field before, right? So you gotta put your yourself and your employees, if you have employees, 
in the best possible position to win. As a small business owner, you've got to do the same thing. You can't go up and try to compete against, you know, um, someone in your industry that's going to crush you, okay? You got to find your niche and you got to accept it. That was one of the biggest things for myself is that I wanted to compete with the big dogs here. I wanted to be nationwide, right? I found my niche, right? I found my niche. And I'm not going to get too far into that because it is my business. But I had to kind of put my ego aside and put myself in the best position to win. And I found that position to win. And is it the most glorious? No. Am I coast to coast? No. But am I making more money than I've ever made before? Am I winning to my standards and to what I wanted to achieve? Heck yeah, I am. So number four, what baseball and small business owners have in common, you got to put your players in the best position to win. Can you guess what number five is? If you've read my shirt during this time, right? A fastball down the middle, you got to crush it. You got to crush it, right? If you're sitting there up to bat against this ace reliever and he gives you a fastball down the middle, you got to crush it, right? Kind of takes me to that bats that which led the Dodgers to the World Series, right? Sometimes that fastball down the middle doesn't come the first pitch. You got to grind it out and force that opportunity upon you. You got to kind of make that pitcher throw a mistake to you. And that's what happened when Kike Hernandez tied up the game and Cody Bellinger both had eight pitch at bats against some nasty, nasty relievers. And they kept fouling pitches off and they got that fastball down the middle. And they parked that fastball down the middle, rows and rows and rows and rows up on the left field and right field bleachers, respectively, right? To tie the game and go ahead of the game, right? So as a small business owner, are you taking advantage of that fastball down the middle? When you have that opportunity, are you taking advantage of it, right? Are you knocking it out of the park? You know, there's a lot of small business owners, and it kind of goes back to you know, uh, managing the risk, you know, managing your failures. And the first, you know, thing in common that I think that baseball and entrepreneurship have in common, you know, really, if you're not taking enough risk as a business owner, you're not going to succeed. You got to do your homework ahead of time. And that kind of comes with this. When that fastball is coming down the middle, do you think that if you haven't been at the plate in a year, year and a half, that you're going to be able to connect, you'll be able to take advantage of that? No, you're not. So you got to also, when you think about this fifth thing that entrepreneurship and baseball have in common, you got to not only hit that fastball, but before that, you got to prepare, you got to practice, you got to get yourself into batting cages, right? As a small business owner, that means you got to continue your education, you got to continue your reading, you got to continue watching YouTube videos like this or other things that are going to continue to grow. So when that fastball comes down the middle and you've set yourself up, you've fouled off those pitches and here it comes, you better be ready because sometimes that fastball is the only one you're going to see, not just for that game, but for weeks. So it's not, it's not always going to come, but you got to be ready for that fastball down the middle and you got to park it deep in the bleachers. So those are the five things that business owners and baseball have in common. So do you have more things that you think that baseball and business owners have in common that I didn't, that I overlooked or didn't mention? What do you think about some of those things that I said, especially about managing failure, about business, being a business owner is all about managing failure. Do you agree or disagree with that? Do you agree or disagree that 
when that fastball comes down the middle that you have to be ready to knock it out of the park. Put your comments below and let me know what you think about this. You know, if you're a baseball fan, you gotta have some opinion about what I just said. Even if you're not a baseball fan, maybe you thought I was a little bit too, you know, uh, brutal about some things, but that's just the way it is. I think, and you know, maybe I'm completely wrong, but this is gonna be my fifth year in business and I've had a lot of failures. I'm not afraid to admit that, but I've learned from those failures and become stronger and stronger. And I don't have as many failures as I did once I first started. So that's kind of a good thing. So managing failures, you know, playing money ball, um, being a five tool, all-star type of player, putting yourself in the best position to win. And when that fastball comes down to middle, being ready to hit it, being prepared to hit it, and being prepared, you know, for a big win for your business. So those are the five things that baseball and small business owners have in common. And remember, if you want to do what you want to do, then you got to do what you got to do.